like every other programmer in the universe, I have my own opinions about what constitutes good code. For me, the most important aspect of good code is that it works. It does what it was designed to do in a reasonably consistent way. But beyond that, the factor that I've come to appreciate the most about good code is explicitness. The problem when you're working in a team is that everyone's experience level is very different. So what is very readable and idiomatic to one developer who has a lot of experience might be a little difficult, a little more difficult to grasp for someone who's newer. But you don't want to sacrifice the quality of your code just to make it more readable to other people. If there is a very idiomatic way to do something, even if it's terse and very concise, you want to leverage that. So how do you get around that? How do you write code that leverages the features of a language but is at the same time easy for someone who, who's sort of ramping up uh, to come in and understand? And I think it's you, you get around this problem by being very explicit in your code. And the easiest way to be explicit in your code is to name things well. I know that naming things is a very difficult problem in computer science, but let's assume that it's not as difficult as we've been led to believe. For example, uh, give your methods very descriptive names. And even if it takes 15, 20, 25 characters to describe what the method does, uh, that's okay. I've taken to recently uh, using the word conditionally in method names. So if a method takes a parameter and then one of two things can happen in that method, the method body is literally if, you know, parameter dot this, then do this, else do this. I'll name the method conditionally do foo so that the person reading it knows what's going on. Um, and this is kind of low-hanging fruit. Uh, it allows you to wrap what can be very complex operations inside a very descriptive method name so that the person who's reading the code, even if they don't understand exactly what you're doing with that function or exactly what that line of code does. It's inside of a method whose name is very descriptive. And so they know they can kind of follow along with what's going on. Same thing for variable names, like one letter variable names or two letter variable names. Even it's for, if it's for a counter or if it's for the current element of a loop, if you're looping through a collection in Ruby, name it. Don't do posts.eachdo p. Do posts.eachdo post. And in that way, I think we make our code a little bit easier to understand for junior people, while at the same time being able to fully leverage all of the features that our experience has given us.